0: Welcome to Pull Up The Tape Podcast, the podcast that keeps you connected by providing all the hottest and most current takes in the world of sports. This podcast is a full version of today's episode. Lastly, share this podcast with anyone you know that loves basketball, boxing, football, MMA, and soccer. It's greatly appreciated. Happy listening and enjoy the episode. My name is Michael Dulu. Today is Tuesday, April 26, 2022, and this is episode 96 of Pull Up the Tape. 96. Without, Without any further ado, let's just jump right into the episode. The Boston Celtics completed the sweep and were the first team to qualify for the next round in these 2022 NBA playoffs as they beat the Brooklyn Nets 116 to 112. Before I get into the analysis of the game, I want to I be the first to announce, not even announce, the first to address this because this, this is absurd, this is crazy, I can't even believe this happened. Nick Claxton, okay, he's a professional basketball player who plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Professional basketball player that plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Professional basketball player that plays for the Brooklyn Nets went one of 11 from the free, oh shit, went one of 11 from the free throw line yesterday. One of 11 from the free throw line. You're a professional basketball player. You get paid millions of dollars. You miss 10 free throws in an elimination game on your home floor. That's fucking pathetic. That's fucking pathetic. That's unheard of. That's unacceptable. That's trash. That's garbage. That's just not it whatsoever. And it just makes me wonder, like, damn, they really could have, the Nets really could have won this game. But nevertheless, it is what it is. Jason Tatum fouled out with like 2 minutes left in the game and I honestly 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 thought damn I don't know if I don't know if the Celtics going to be able to pull this off but and also it didn't help the fact that the Nets got it seems like the Nets got every call down the stretch and they still weren't able to get the job done the Celtics proved that in order to advance in the playoffs and win that you need to be elite on both ends of the floor it's not just about offense it's defensively you have to be rock solid and and a compact team like straight up especially like if you want if you want to see postseason success you have to be solid on both ends of the floor and fortunately unfortunately, the nets weren't that. Before I before I praise all, all the big guns that the Celtics have, I wanna I wanna shout out to the to the to the people that are on the Celtics team that contributed to winning. That you know a lot of people I don't really hear their name in in ESPN or, or, or all these media outlets. Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard had an incredible series when whenever whenever he played for email Udoka, he provided solid minutes. In game two, he he stepped onto the court, had ten straight points. Incredible. He played lights out. He was he was strapping on defense, creating steals, hitting shots, creating his own shot. And he he was just a val- valuable, valuable man to this rotation. Anytime he got on the court, he played valuable minutes. Grant Williams, Grant Williams was incredible. Grant Williams was hitting threes. Played Grant Williams was Kevin Durant's fucking parole officer, whatever the fuck you want to call that shit. The nigga that the nigga that walks the the inmates to and from their cell. He was strapping KD up. He had KD on straps. Shout out to that nigga. Derek White, defense and hitting threes. Shout out to him as well. Al Horford. He, Al Horford hit some big shots in game four yesterday. Al Horford was hitting big shots all the whole series. And he was playing good defense. Anytime he was switched on to Kevin Durant, Daniel Tice, same thing. Cleaning grabbing rebounds, hitting shots. Anytime he was switched on to KD, same thing. And here, here's one of the reasons why the Celtics, what, what makes the Celtics such a great team, man. Man, anytime the Celtics don't fear the switch whatsoever. They're not. They're not. A, Celtics aren't Utah. You know what I mean. The Celtics aren't Utah to where they feel. Celtics feel like whoever the Celtics felt like in last series, whoever got whoever got switched onto KD can handle their own. How many teams like what teams usually do in the playoffs is they look for favorable matchups and try to get the switch all over the court. It doesn't matter one through eight that the Celtics provide bring out on the court. They all feel like they could guard KD straight up on one possession, Straight up. Jalen Brown, he can guard KD straight up. He showed it. Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, and the five dudes, oh, except for Peyton Pritchard, and the, the other dudes that I just named all have the size, all have the speed, all have the lateral quickness to be able to keep in front of KD and make things hard for him. And that's exactly what they did. Yesterday, Jason Tatum had 29 points, five assists, three rebounds. Jalen Brown had 22 points, eight rebounds. Marcus Smart had 20 points and 11 assists. Jason Tatum was the best player in this series. Jason Tatum played himself into the next tier of players. Jason Tatum is a superstar. He is a nigga. Straight up. And and, and makes me look like a hell of a nigga for picking him to be my first team all-NBA. This is exactly why I picked Jason Tatum to be first team all NBA this season. Because he's him, nigga, on their dead homies. Nigga. The Boston Celtics just, just released KD and Kyrie Irving off Rikers Island, nigga. They had them niggas strapped down, locked down on 23-1. Nigga, solitary confinement. They had these niggas. They let them out, but now they're on probation. They let them out of jail, but now they're on probation. The Boston Celtics. Arheen. Oh my God! Oh my God! Man, and the crazy thing is, I picked the Celtics to win, but I didn't think they was gonna win like this. I ain't think they was gonna win like this. Lord have mercy! Oh my God! Tomorrow, tomorrow I got to rant for the. Uh, tomorrow I got a rant for the Nets, man. I got a rant for the Nets. Oh my God! I got a rant for the Nets. Okay, so. To the fucking Brooklyn Nets. Let me let me say let me say this first. People are gonna say that Steve Nash has to go, oh, he he's not a good coach. He did. Man, Steve Nash tried every lineup, every every rotation, every everything possible to get a W yesterday. Or to try and win the series. But at the end of the day, if your players can't can't guard anybody, what, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to – Bruce Brown – okay, Bruce Brown can't guard anyone. Bruce Brown couldn't guard Marcus Smart. He couldn't guard Jalen Brown, and he couldn't guard Jason Tatum. Seth Curry couldn't guard my mama. Oh, God, on oh, for them grave. He can't guard anyone. Look, Seth Curry, when he was – it didn't matter who – oh, my – bro, Seth, Seth Curry can't guard – bro, Jalen Brown was dragging him. What the fuck? He can't guard Jalen Brown. He can't guard Jason Tatum. He can't guard Marcus Smart. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving can't guard anyone either. Patty Mills can't guard anyone either. Blake Griffin can't guard any. Bro, down the stretch of all these games, Jalen Brown was cooking. Jalen Brown, was- give me the ball. Look who's in front of me. Kyrie Irving? Oh, baby. Patty Mills, baby. Blake Griffin, too old. Seth Curry, baby. You know, it's, you know, most sweeps aren't competitive games. This won't, or a competitive series, but this one was actually pretty competitive. 18 points decided all four games, but the Nets lost all those games because they have no championship DNA whatsoever. They don't have it. They don't have the traits of real champions because, and I just seen this stat on First Things First. They were the, they ranked worst in. Every single category in, during crunch time. Last five minutes, close game. They were the worst in field goal percentage. They were the worst in assists. They had the mer- most turnovers. They were the worst in every single offensive category in, in, at, in crunch time. And on top of that, I want to say this. Ben Simmons is a bitch. Ben Simmons, you are a bitch, nigga. Ben Simmons, you a bitch, nigga. On a day of homies, you a bitch, nigga you are a bitch, nigga. Simply put, Ben Simmons, you are a bitch, nigga. I don't know how else to put this shit. Ben Simmons, you are a bitch, nigga. You are a bitch. I could, I could sit here and talk about Kyrie Irving and, and KD struggling and the Nets being trashed, but at the end of the day, Ben Simmons, you a bitch, nigga. I hope when you wake up tomorrow, you understand you a bitch. I hope, the next, I hope next week when you wake up, you a bitch, nigga. Everything about you is bitch made, nigga. You are a bitch, nigga. You more concerned about the fucking outfit. Nigga, how come I didn't see Ben Simmons on the fucking, oh, suddenly his suddenly his back hurt, hurt too much to be on the fucking, on, on the bench? Bitch ass, nigga. Fuck you. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Utah Jazz. Yeah, oh my God. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Utah Jazz. Not even just beat the Utah Jazz. They stomped the fuck out of the Jazz, 102 to 77. And they took a commanding series lead. They're up 3-2 now, and they're going to close things out on, Saturday, on Thursday. Luka Doncic had 33 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists. Jalen Brunson had 24 points, 5 rebounds. Man, hey, Jalen Brunson finna get paid. Get Hey, what hey what did – Jalen Brunson finna get paid. What did Drake say? Getting paid. We'll holler whenever that stop. My team good. We don't really need a mascot. Tell tune like one. Pass it like a relay. YMC and B, you niggas, my YMCA. Jalen Brunson is going to get paid. He's averaging like thirty in the playoffs, and he's a free agent. He had no discount. the The, the Mavericks ain't getting no discount. Jalen Brunson is going to get paid. Simply put, the the Mavericks just poured in an amazing performance. Everyone was locked in defensively. E- defensively, everyone was locked in. Offensively, Luka and Jalen Brunson just did not stop getting going. They, they're, they're just an incredible team, man. This, Jason Kidd is doing an incredible job. This, 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 this whole team has his whole DNA written all over them. They're gritty. They fight. Like They didn't have Luka Doncic the first three games of this series. This is Luka's second game playing. And they're up 3-2. 3-2. They could have went up three one. The lot, they, they just, man, they thoroughly have outplayed the Jazz from top to bottom. One through ten, one through fifteen. The trainers, the head coach, the assistant coaches, the scouts—they have thoroughly outplayed the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz were ass all game, all game long, and it's no, it's no surprise to see the Jazz crumbling in the playoffs because they were up. 20 points in multiple games during the regular season and somehow still find a way to lose. That's just what they do. They just they 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 always find a way to lose. They get exposed, they can't make adjustments. It's like bro, it's like Quinn Snyder is a younger Doc Rivers. I I it, but but in his defense, his players are just ass cheeks. Ass. Yesterday the Jazz shot 10% from 3 and they took 33s. They shot 10% from 3 and they took 33s. They shot 10 I just have to keep repeating it to see for you people to understand how fucking crazy that shit sounds. They shot 10% from 3. 10% from 3. Oh god. Ray O'Neal 1 of 5 from 3, 5 points. Trash. Boyan Bogdanovich, 0 from 5 from 3, 2 points, trash. Mike Conley, 0 of 3 from 3, 4 points, trash. Donovan Mitchell, 9 points, 1 assist, 0 of 7 from 3, trash. Jordan Clarkson, 0 of 4 from 3, he had 20-something points. Juan Hernan Gomez, 1 of 5 from 3, 5 points, trash. Did you guys hear that? How many times I said trash? Majority of those dudes are in the starting five. Fucking garbage. Look, my God. Donovan Mitchell had nine points and one one assist yesterday on all seven from three. This dude's used to scoring thirty. This dude was averaging thirty points and six assists yesterday. He had nine points and one assist. That's trash. Rudy Gobert is considered one of the best bigs in the regular season and in the playoffs. He's a fucking liability because he has the feet of a toaster. Can't move that. Can't move for shit. Trash. Donovan Mitchell is getting cooked and he looks mentally checked out and he looks like he's ready to dip out of out of out of Utah. Jordan Carson's getting cooked. Mike Colleen getting cooked. Royce O'Neill getting cooked. Trash, trash, trash. There's no nothing nothing left to say besides trash. Utah Jazz are trash. Dwayne Wade should probably get a refund on the Jazz because, man, they are fucking trash. KD and I want to talk about KD and Kyrie's narrative, their legacy, their career as a as a up until this point. So yesterday in um K- KD's not KD, Kyrie's post-game interview, he said that he wants to be in in Brooklyn long-term and it, it, his future it, entails um us managing this franchise along by us, he means him and KD managing this franchise alongside Joe and Sean. So he was referring to Joe Tsai and Sean Marks. Joe Tsai is the owner of the Brooklyn Nets. Sean Marks is the general manager. And in my head, first of all, I said, wait, I know Kyrie Irving isn't talking about managing like managing this team and, and as if he has some sort of say-so, especially after the performance that he put in past four games i i know for a fact kyrie irving is not talking about how he he deserves a seat at the table in in terms of decision making with with the franchise especially not after the way he played because for two reasons first of all kyrie nigga you barely even show up to work you barely even show up to work to so as as to why well, pe- a lot of people clown lebron james oh call him late la gm la the l- l- owner, the l- 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 decision maker, all these different things. But you know what you're going to get from LeBron James. You know exactly what you're going to get from LeBron James. LeBron James is going to play consistent basketball at a very high level. He's going to show up and come to work and get the job done. For inter- Well, personally, in-, in terms of his individual highlights, I mean, uh, um, stats. He's going to get his. Like, you never have to worry about LeBron James giving a half ass effort or 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 not, not not coming to not coming to work. Like, no. LeBron James steps on the court, he's locked in. LeBron every season he's locked in. Kyrie Irving, can we say the same thing about you? No. No, we cannot. No, we cannot. If if Kyrie Irving plays 60 games, that's considered a great season. That's considered a great season. So why the fuck considering you aren't you you like and this past season Kyrie Irving was a part time basketball player? I don't. I understand he had his reasoning for what he did and what and why he did it. But at the end of the day, no. You are a part-time basketball player. You do not deserve to. No. What the fuck? And then on top of that, your decision, like you and KD's decision making, isn't isn't the sexiest. It isn't the most brilliant shit either. Let me let me run through KD's timeline of decisions. KD left the Oklahoma City Thunder to a, a team that he was a team that he was the face of the franchise for. For nine years, he left that team to join a 73-9 team that beat him in the conference finals when they were up, when his team was up 3-1, okay? That's, his, that's the type, that's, that's, one, that's one, these are the decisions that the KD makes. Terrible decision. Then, after winning two championships and two finals MVP, he decides to leave. Not only did he decide to leave, he decides to leave to join fucking Kyrie Irving. Then vouches for the, the Nets to sign DeAndre fucking Jordan. Vouches for the Nets to decide to sign DeAndre fucking Jordan. Then advocates for the Nets to sign Steve Nash after Kyrie Irv, after 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 Kenny Atkinson quit, who just he, he wanted no parts of Kyrie Irving. He's like, oh hell no, I don't want to deal with this shit no more. Let me talk. Let me let me talk. Let me talk about Kyrie's decision timeline. Kyrie left LeBron James, who he won a championship with. Who without LeBron James, he would have never been like. Can you, do y'all ever wonder what Kyrie's career would have looked like if LeBron never went back to Cleveland? Do you guys ever wonder? Because Kyrie was doing so fucking hot be- before LeBron came back, right? Kyrie left Cleveland to go to Boston because he didn't want to play. For, for for I don't I not don't, I don't know I was about to say a reason but I don't I honestly don't even know the real reason why he left. Then after after two years of being in Boston, he leaves he leaves Boston for Brooklyn to join KD. And looking looking at that situation, and Boston just beat them. The Boston Celtics are way better without him than they were with him. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have grown and ascended to the heights that they would have never been able to do had this dude stayed. The, the, and also Kyrie Irving is also the same person that said we don't even need a coach. So w- oh my god. Oh my god. Like and and they, this, this is after them just getting swept in the first round of the playoffs. This is n- this has never happened to neither of them. You mean to tell me that you should be involved in like no. No 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 no. No 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 no. My my Joe, I didn't even bring up I didn't even bring up the whole James Harden situation. I didn't even bring any of that up. And then on top of that, now they're stuck with fucking Ben Simmons. This roster is a fucking joke. And they have no flexibility, no wiggle room. Like, KD's making a shit. They, they're damn near in the same situation as the fucking Lakers. It's a little bit better, but they're damn near in the same situation as Lakers. Because I mean, you have an aging superstar in LeBron James and, and Kevin Durant. Then the, the, the Robin to the, to, to the Batmans can't fucking, can't fucking stay healthy or play games for whatever the fuck the reason is. AD, ad stay hurt Kyrie beyond and then the third person Russell Westbrook Ben Simmons oh you just you just don't know what the fuck you're gonna get from either of those dudes man so and it's crazy it's crazy I'm bringing up I'm bringing up the Lakers because man three years ago and I know I'm getting a little off topic but I just I just want I just wanna to, wanna to, want to put things into perspective three years ago these these duels were formed. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving and KD, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Only one of them has won a championship. And that one that has won a championship get talked about like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, man, hey, this is going to be incredible to watch, watch what the Nets do in the offseason because, Lord have mercy, this, this team is fucking garbage. But, but props to them. They won the playing game. They won the playing game. That was the last game they won. That was the playing game. So shout out to them. Bravo. And with that being said, that concludes today's podcast. I have a, a, a rant for the Nets coming tomorrow. Stay tuned. It's going to be uh, – stay tuned. Stay tuned. Tap in. It's going to be on TikTok. Tap in. Um. With that being said, that concludes episode 96 of Full of the Tape. My name is Michael Delu. I hope everyone, everyone that's listening, watching, enjoys the rest of their day. With that being said, you already know, you already know what vibes I be on when, I, when I'm ending the show. Long live my brother. Long live him. I miss him every single day. Long live Kobe. Long live Gigi. Long live Nit. May the marathon continue. Shh, man, long live Mac Miller. Long live Pop Smoke. Whoa. Free Chef G. Free Poo Shiesty. I'm out this bitch.